Thanks, Daryl. Good morning. Uh, can we pray one more time? It doesn't, it doesn't hurt, does it? To, like, you know, two, three times in a row? Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah, let's just pray real quick. Heavenly Father, I just praise you for the opportunity to share with your people. It's a deep love of mine, and uh, every uh, opportunity, every moment I have to, to share your truths is precious to me. And I, I pray, Lord, that, that today will be precious to you, uh, that you'll move my heart, my ego, my stuff out of the way. And Lord, I just pray you'd fill the sanctuary. And, and I pray, Lord, that, that uh, all of us today would be able to give careful thought to who you are and what our role is with you. In your name I pray. Amen. Well, how's everybody doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're awake out there. Everybody's, yeah. Hello? Hello? Oh, oh, okay. Well, as Drew mentioned, I'm Paul Stevens. Uh, I worked at, uh, as a pastor at Fellowship Bible Church for about 20 years, and so I had the privilege of working with Drew and uh, with Daryl and others. And uh, we, we, we have some stories, don't we, guys? We know some stuff. Yeah. You know, life is really interesting to me. I, I don't know about you, but I'm one of those people that I, sometime early on, I was taught to kind of take a a third party view of things. And so, you know, a lot of times I'm talking, but part of me is watching me talk, usually not too happy with me in what I'm saying, but, but, you know, just kind of watch and observe things that are going on. Are you like that? You kind of watch life. No. <laughs> Y'all going to be tough audiences more than I can tell. But, but, you know, there's so much going on now. And, and I, I got to tell you, I, I mean, things are changing so fast. They talk about, and this is old news, but, but culturally, uh, cha- cultural change is about every five years. Y'all feel that? I feel that, don't you? You look around here and go, who are these people? It's, things change quickly. And when you kind of sit back, if you can disengage from the detail of it and the, and the, 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 just rush of it all and step back and look, you know, life is really interesting. It, it's really fascinating. It, it's, for me personally, nothing like what I expected it to be. Did you? Did, did you ex- expect any of this? So I've, I've been thinking a lot about that. And, you know, a great example is like watching the news. I used to be a news hound. I can only take it for, you know, small doses now. But, but it's like you're watching the news and you go, did he really just say that? <laughs> Seriously? Or, no, she didn't do that. No, uh-uh.
here Paul is. I'm, I'm going to get by you. How many of you give me a chance? Hey, no, okay. When we, when we, thanks, you can sit down. Please sit down. Yeah, give me a hand. When we take this position of we can get our own needs met, even though what it may look like is, is, oh, yeah, I go to church and I'm doing great. But internally, I'm not really focused on God. I'm not really committed. I'm not on his team. I'm not for him and what he's doing. And if we're in that position, even though we may look shiny and new and pretty as we're here and we come on Sunday morning and sit down, but in reality, God is opposing us. We felt it too, hadn't we? Hadn't we felt it? Where we, we tried to push through him and we couldn't. He blocked us at every turn. We know it was because he loved us, but it was still very, very frustrating. But what it says is God opposes the proud. Let's go back to our verse and keep reading. <clears throat> but he gives grace to the humble. You see, God will do for you what you cannot do for yourself. Assad can kill everybody in the opposition, and Assad is still going to be miserable. And Assad is still going to be fighting for survival. And Assad is going to be still rationalizing what he's done as the need to survive or some such thing. Right? But he's not going to find happiness. He's not going to find satisfaction. He's not going to find fulfillment. Because as human beings, we are not capable of it. Do you hear me? We can't do it. The only one that can bring that completion, that fulfillment, is the one who designed us in the first place, and he designed us for relationship with him. And so if we're going to find those needs met, if we're going to find the joy in life, if we're going to find sobriety, if we're going to find direction, if we're going to find harmony in our marriage, we're going to find those things because God in his grace has mercy. And he only does that when we have the courage to humble ourselves. And so, you know, these next two verses, they used to really bother me. I thought, you know, you're a Christian. I'm supposed to be happy and joyful. And yes, you are. Yes, you are. But if, you, if you'll begin facing the truths that I'm talking about here, what's the more normal response? I mean, the fact of the matter is I have proven I am capable of destroying myself. Absolutely capable of it. My prayer for years is, God, please don't let me cut my own throat because I'm capable of it. And so coming to a place where you recognize what you're capable of, that, that though I am not a sod and I have not gassed babies, I am, in terms of my nature, no different. And then while my upbringing and my position in life and all the, the advantages I have in being born in America and the society I'm in allows me some, some degree of control. The reality is I am evil. I am evil. You are evil. Don't want to hurt your feelings. So the solution here 
is this. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Now, what does that mean? If God in his presence and his power and his glory draws near to me, what does that mean? It means all the things I need. All the things I'm longing for. All the things that I'm afraid to talk about are right there. Because he has grace and he has mercy. So my proper response to that is to look at my situation to realize I've got needs and I can't get them met. I'm crazy. Crazy. You're nuts. I have no power. I'm nuts. And my thinking's distorted and I can't meet my own needs. Oh my gosh. What, what chance have I got? I mean, really, what chance do you have under those circumstances? You don't have a chance. You're going to live life, be miserable for 70 or 80 years, and then die. Thank you very much. And so what we should do is cleanse our hands and purify our hearts. Recognize our double-mindedness. Be wretched and weep and mourn. Let our laughter be turned to mourning because the reality is we really don't have anything to laugh about. I'm sorry. I'm sorry it's this way, y'all. I really am. I hate it. But it is. But here's the good news. When we face the truth about ourselves, about our life and our circumstances, the truth and we weep and mourn, and we submit, and we're, we, like that child, we look at ourselves in horror and outrage at what we're capable of doing, and we're broken by it, then we humble ourselves before the Lord, and what happens? What happens? He lifts us up. So we've got to decide who we're for. And we've got to decide who we're going to oppose. And it's, it's a life and death decision, y'all. I mean, I'm not saying you're going to drop dead this afternoon. In a way, maybe you already are. He goes on. It's real interesting when you look at these next few verses. You think, well, how, you know, why did he tag that on there? It's kind of weird. He says, do not speak evil against one another, brothers. The one who speaks against a brother or judges his brother speaks evil against the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you're not a doer of the law, but a judge. And there's only one lawgiver and judge, he who is able to save and to destroy. So who are you to judge your neighbor? I think what James, the pastor, is doing is applying now the truths that he's outlined to the church. We talk about it all the time, and it's one of the things, Drew, I love about your work here in, in Daryl. It's about community, and it's about relationships, because I can't do this. It's just too hard. And I get, I got, over the years, I've gotten really tired of acting like I'm doing it, you know? I'm just really tired. But together with you, uh, we're capable of so much together. But to be together, We've got to apply this truth. And so God forbid that I would judge you. 
God forbid that I would judge you, because I'm telling you, I know what I've done, and I know what I've thought about. I've had things come through my head, and I go, did anybody see that? Stuff that comes to my mind, unbelievable. But God has mercy. And so far be it for me to judge you. Just let me be with you. That's, that's all. Just, just let me stay in the room, you know? Just let me stay in the room. And so we come to a place where we realize that we need to be for God. We need to be opposed to Satan. And we need to be for each other. And, and beyond all the craziness and the news and the blurbs and the reality shows and the all in the middle of all that insanity, there is this. There is us with the Spirit of God in us that He yearns to nurture and to love and to protect. And the support of one another. We don't have to be afraid. We don't have to act like it's okay. Where are you at, really? I mean, I know you're here. But really, where are you? A lot of us have just been playing games in Christianity. Just like the games we play in West Little Rock. You know, we, we do the church thing. We've been watching it for 30 years. We try to learn and grow a little bit and fit in. But can y'all hear me say, it's about a lot more than that. Okay? It's about a lot more than that. And if you don't get that, then you're lined up with Satan, opposed to God and us. And you're going to hell. Sorry. Glad I'm not going with you. Have no plans. But the reality is we've got to come to terms with the fact that no matter how good we want to act, how much we want to polish, polish ourselves up, we are evil and we are destined for damnation the way it is. And if we want to avoid that, if we want to find fulfillment as human beings and to discover what it really means to be human in this world, at this time, in this place, then we align ourselves with God, we submit to God, and we beg Him, please, God, have mercy on me. Please, God, have mercy on me. And we pray for each other the same way. And then together, we grow. And we get better. I really want to challenge you. And I, I don't do, I told Drew, I don't do this much. I really, in, in my teaching, have not been terribly forwardly evangelistic. But I'm here to tell you, if you've been playing, it is time to quit playing. It's time to quit. It is time to get serious and go, okay, I'm nuts. I'm powerless. Help me, please. Help me. And I'm telling you, I've seen people change unbelievably. 
just in that moment. So we're going to take a moment. I'm going to get yanked off stage here in a second. Drew's got the hook. Drew will be up here to pray. I'll hang up here and pray. Pastor will hang over here and pray. But if you need to do business with God, now is a really good time. And so if you are playing, it is time to come up here and go, I don't want to play anymore. And if you've taken on the faith but gotten hard and crusty, because that's what happens after a few years, isn't it? We just get, now you're, you're probably not like this, but I want to tell you, I got hard and crusty. I need to soften my heart. Maybe you, you need to soften your heart. But let's take some time and pray for each other and pray that, and beg that God would grant us the things we need. Let me pray for us in closing. God, I, I, I hate to even think of some of the things that I've done, much less things I've contemplated doing. It is so hard to, to even admit that they've ever been a part of my, my life. Lord, I thank you for the, the true joy that comes from serenity and peace with you. Where we look at those things and realize I am not that guy anymore. That you've changed me. You've made me new. You've given me hope and a promise and a future. And that because of your grace and your mercy... I can grow and I can get better. And I can begin maybe to see a little bit of the potential in me begun to be realized. Lord, I pray that for my brothers and sisters here. I pray that by your spirit, you would work in them and bring them to a more serious place in the relationship with you. Help them choose sides today.